0: Welcome to This Is You Podcast. I'm Jeremy, aka G, and I'll be the moderator of this podcast. I wanted to start this podcast because I love learning about people and their personalities and what makes them think the way they do, and learning about their personal experiences throughout life that made them the person they are today. I know I've always seen family and friends on the surface level, and I think to myself, they must have a deep and meaningful life filled with problems and happiness just as I do so I wanted to bring as many people as possible for them to share their story with me and the rest of the world. Welcome to This Is You. Uh, welcome back to This Is You podcast, uh, episode two. Uh, today I'm going to have my dad speaking today, uh, Mr. Danny Grant. Uh, I've known him for 27 years of my life. Never really just sat down and just talked to him and just learned about his past and how he grew up. Cause like, I'm at this age in my life and like, he had a past too, he was 27 once, he was 15 once and so on. And I just never knew how his life was. And I wanted to see how his perspective was during that time in his life. And we'll go from there, if you want to introduce yourself.
1: Uh, hello everyone. My name is Danny Grant, Gilmer, Texas, born and raised. Uh, how old are you when you were born? I was born, I was, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what year, my, what year? Oh, I was born in 1967, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo.
0: Okay, yeah, that was a, a little while ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going to start off with your little childhood. Uh, how was it growing up with three brothers?
1: Three brothers, it was tough. My older brother always bullied us because he's always in charge. And my little brother, he was always the baby. And I was always the middle one. But it wasn't bad, we, we had fun. Did a lot of crazy stuff in Gilmer and stayed in trouble, we was all boys, so.
0: What's some crazy stories y'all had?
1: Oh man, crazy stories. We popped fireworks one time and almost burned a pastor down behind a house. A neighbor's house, a couple days later it caught a fire. Didn't know that thorough. Uh, when I was we was kids, my, my mama was gone and we was jumping from couch to couch in the house. And I jumped through the window, turn and flip, went through the window, cut my feet wide open. And <laughs> we, was, we was boys, we, we crazy stuff. And I, one more, and I did one more. We was kids, my older brother was big, and I was a little one. We had a horse. He tied the horse around the horse neck and he tied himself and he was holding the horse back. And I wanted to try that. And when he tied to me, the horse drove, drug me down, highway 271 and back, stopping traffic. Scarred me all up and drugged me up there. The neighbor finally stopped us, but we had a wild crazy back in the day. We was wild and crazy my brothers were.
0: <laughs> oh man, how did Nana reach all this stuff? Oh know? yeah,
1: nah, she was mad. She didn't <laughs> like none of it. She always was mad at it. My mom was st- stayed mad at because we was boys. We didn't, we like doing boy stuff. Stayed outside, stayed in the streets, and we just had fun, and she didn't like it too much when I broke the window for sure. <laughs> that other horse, when the horse drugged me down the road either, so. <laughs> That was, that was a bad episode there. Uh,
0: how was your relationship with your brothers? Were you all close at one point, or how did y'all grow up together? Like
1: and my oldest brother were close, because we was born together. And my baby brother, he was, we weren't that close because he was always, I guess he was, was a lot younger than us. And he always, he, he born with glaucoma, so we didn't see him. We, we see him a lot, of, him, but he just wasn't, didn't hang out with us or nothing. But me and my older brother always did hang out together and stuff. We did a good job. We just had fun, man.
0: Uh, okay. Um, growing up, what kind of like kind of games did y'all have? Like we have like video games now. What did y'all kind of do? Or did y'all even have that kind of stuff? They did? Nope,
1: didn't have that kind of stuff. Just outside all the time? Outside. We made. We We was. We didn't have a lot of money. I mean, we didn't. We ain't going to be honest with you. We made basketball goals out of Trash cans, and that's what we did. Put them in the trees and nailed them myself and played basketball. And we used to have a China berry tree too. We had China berry fights. A Those a small a little a little dried up thing. I know, it's all called berries, but we had fights like that. And we rode bicycles all over Gilmer. And we used to just stay inside. Man, we always stayed outside.
0: It's a different era back
1: then. Yep.
0: Okay. Well. From there, uh what kind of TV, did y'all watch TV at all either too? None of that?
1: Yeah, I guess I did I, I, I lot of sports back then too, so we watched a little TV, but I mean when we was inside we cleaned up or watching clean up around the house, but why we mostly try to stay outside all day, we <laughs> was in the house. No, she gonna have us working doing something. I mean, we worked on bikes. Just stuff we did back in the day. We didn't have all it inside like y'all did. Just all outside working on bikes, building our own bikes and just outside enjoying it, enjoying it outside, man.
0: Well, from there, let's go to high school. How would you How would you describe yourself in high school?
1: High school, I was shy. I was shy, quiet to myself, and I didn't didn't have a lot of girlfriends. Just all by myself, and I had, I had a few friends, but I just wanted I go and guy because I just like chilling by myself. in high school, and I finally came out of my shell. I guess my senior year, junior, senior year, I finally came out of the shell and started getting out there and getting wild and crazy. But most of the night, tenth, and eleventh, I was just Quiet guy. just I was into my ag and stuff because I was only a black kid in Gilmer, in VOAG, what FFA.
0: For people who don't know, can you explain what it FFA is?
1: FFA is for when you like judging animals and stuff. It's country for country. It's called Future Farmers of America. And it's called VOAG and FFA. And you showed hogs and stuff and you did judging and stuff and I judge animals and stuff. But I was the only brother in Gilmer at the time in FFA. In 1981 through 85. Okay. I loved the country. I loved the outdoors. loved animals. So that's so what I wanted to be there. You had that choice of that or being homemaking. <laughs> and I didn't want to be in homemaking. All other brothers was in homemaking. But <laughs> I stuck to my FFA and I did good and made it. I enjoyed it.
0: Uh, how were you in sports in high school? You played basketball? For, I know you played football for sure. Yeah, how I are played you?
1: football. I loved basketball too. And most of the football was my sport. And I played my senior year. I made in my senior year. I didn't make it my junior year because we had some crooked coaches, but I ain't going to touch that story. But my senior year, I made it. I started every game, played defensive end, and I, I love football. We, we, I enjoy it. I love it to this day, and I enjoy playing it. Played it since I was like, ooh, fourth grade, I guess. Fourth grade to two years of college, I played football, and I still love it to this day. So. Mm.
0: What was your favorite uh, subject in school?
1: Favorite subject was math. I loved to add, loved to track, loved the long geometry problems. Loved the, loved the long problem back then. Back then, I don't I don't love them now though. But <laughs> back then, I was I loved sitting down working a problem out for four or five minutes, just doing geometry. Man, adding plus adding subtracting them letters. I really enjoyed it.
0: Do you have any like memorable teachers you remember back in school that just kind of stood out? to you remember to today?
1: Yeah. I got quite a few of them, man. Miss King, we met her in church here. ain't too long ago, and I had not seen her in years. She's one of my favorite teachers I had in junior high. She had, uh, what was it called? It was called Black, Junior Black Historians. We started a group, and she started, and she took us around and showed a lot of stuff and a lot of black history back in the day. That's right. A lot of black history back in the day, and I love it, though. And I heard to see her, man. I, I enjoy seeing her now, but her, she was a good one, man. Ooh. I don't, Miss Webb was my g- math teacher in high school. She taught me geometry and that, all that add and subtract them letters and I really enjoyed her too. She's a nice lady, so. And of course, they both for us were black, so. <laughs> and they were my favorite ones we had, but both of those two, they're bringing back.
0: Okay. Uh, leaving high school, going to college, like, did you have a plan to go to college? Or did you kinda, how'd that work out? Like, when did you start, like, planning for college and stuff like that?
1: I didn't start, I guess to the end of my senior year because I wasn't really thinking about it until my my principal, again, another black man named Harvey Rayson, he's passed on. He persuaded me into going to Stephen F. Austin and he helped me get involved and got signed up, got me some scholarships, and he helped me go out there to, 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 I guess, go to the next step, I guess, get out of high school and go to college. I wouldn't make no plans, but, and he was a real helper and helped me, motivate me, helped me get me going to college because none of my brothers went to college and none of my parents didn't either, Went to Stephen F. Austin down there for two years and had a good time.
0: Well, Let's go more into detail for that. Uh, Good time. Did you play for the football team down there and all that?
1: Yes, sir. Played Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks for two years down there. Won the Gulf Star Conference, got the rings. Played two years college football down there and met a lot of friends. Made a lot of friends from all East Texas because down in football, everybody didn't have their first name. We called everybody by by the town they were from. We call everybody by what town: Danielfield, Gilmer, Brownsboro. You didn't have no first name. We went by like by, by towns: Jefferson. So I still see a few of them around town every now and then in Longview. But met a lot of good friends down there, Steve, Stephen F. Austin.
0: Uh, how was uh, just the overall experience? Like, did you, you lived on campus and all that? Was it?
1: It was one big party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you: it was one <laughs> big party. And I, sometimes I regret it. Sometimes I don't. Cause I mean. I experienced life, that's what I did. I made my own choices, so we par- I parted and partied, and I just knew it was time to get on and get out of there, because they went off offering no scholarship. Me and my parents, and me and scholarships, we covered for two years, and we just couldn't afford it no more, so came back home with the work, and started working.
0: Coming back home from college, uh, what was your first job?
1: First job was at, I believe it was Dean Lumber Company stacking lumber over there in Gilmer, And it put a lot of muscles on you, stacking up <laughs> wet lumber and stacking, and got a lot of injuries. And I think I was there for a couple of years before I moved on and got my first good job was uh, at Marathon Letourneau. I was a quality control inspector at Letourneau. Like I hired there. I was there five years, so I left in 91, so I got there in 88, I guess. Yeah, 88, 89. I guess I won about a year at the, at, the, at the lumber yard, but I worked that, and I just finally moved on and got me an easy job sitting inside, <laughs> testing electric motors and doing inspecting. And it was an inspector down at Marathon Eternal, which is it's gone now. It's named Mata Sui or some other name now. It's my I think, what name is now. It's been several different companies since then. Okay.
0: And during all this time period, did you like? How was your social life? And <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you, I ain't going to lie, I was out there. I was, I was having fun and, and have no care in the world. And I was just running around, running the streets and living my, living my life, enjoying my life. Until I finally, in 1990, I guess, when I finally met your mother. Mm-hmm. And that slowed me down a whole lot. When I finally, I knew it was time, it was time. So I made the decision that I'd been at a party so long, it was time to settle down and look for a future
0: uh when you found out you were going to be a father for the first time how how would you experience how would you like describe that feeling
1: man that was unbelievable unbelievable it really was different i mean it's the best thing ever happened to me when i had my first boy which is you so then mother too my next step but i met your mom and we had a baby on the way we knew i just knew then i knew i wasn't going nowhere because the way i was raised up my mom and daddy stayed together we all might i didn't want my kids not to have no dad in their lives the whole time, and I'm, I ain't the best at it, and I'm still working on it, so I knew it was, it was an awesome feeling, it really was. And we went through a lot, bringing you in, so it was tough. And I was by myself half the time when my family, all the family left, and your mama had to go through that emergency C-section, and I'm walking around outside the hospital by myself, till her mom and daddy showed up, my parents showed up, and my Uncle James one Needle showed up too, when you was born back in 1991. That's quite a good feeling, man. It was a good one.
0: Did you cry when I was born?
1: Mm, Did I cry? Mm, No, I I, I guess, I I don't know. I know I was, I cried when they had to rush her back to the hospital. Because we was all sitting in a room, and they rushed her back to the emergency section because the car that got around your neck. And that scared me me more than anything because your mom, my wife, lost her mom when we gave birth. So that hit me, and that hit me pretty hard. So... One of them brought me a bottle of vodka or something. I think it was her dad. Okay, after that, but complications during the birth. And I was just, it was scary. It was scary. When they all rushed in and told me to leave and I didn't know what to do. And I was by myself and it was quite a quite scary. I don't, I don't remember if I cried or not, man. It has been 27 years ago, so I can't <laughs> remember that. But it was it was a good feeling, though, see, when you came out of there. Mm-hmm. mm You can ask anything. I'm game, man. I do back If you feel like
0: you can just, if you want to just talk to you, free to talk. I mean, I I just I, had this like some. T- um, let's go proposing. Like when you knew when you met mom for the first time, did you just? Oh, before that. Okay. Did you? Uh,
1: when I met her. Before
0: that, did you like when you were growing up? Did you want to be married? Did you, was that well, your I had
1: made myself a promise. We're gonna get married 25. They gonna have my kid too after that. But that kind of broke the problem when I met her because I didn't want to settle down until so I enjoyed life, but I did enjoy life, and when I met her, I knew it was time to settle down, so. And when I met her, I'm gonna tell you how I met her, we was all cruising one day up there in Mount Pleasant. We used to cruise a lot back in the day, low riders and stuff, and I let the pack, and because I always like to be out front, like I, I, I came out of that shell, and <laughs> liked to be out front, and like to lead, and I think it was about three or four cars that day when I met her and her friend, and I knew her friend, but I didn't know her, so I talked to her friend, and the other guys went on the other side of the car and talked to her. And that's why I told Galen I tell her to give me a holler and give me her number and stuff. And I did, and I finally kept calling. She, when I first tried to call her for the first couple of days, she went not answer the phone. She,
0: she was curving you? Yeah. Modern day curving. <laughs> yeah, she
1: was, she was, she was high. Or playing hard to get. Yeah, playing hard to get, I guess, or whatever. But So I finally called Galen house. I don't know how I had Galen's number. I said, Galen, where's your girl at? Or I t- no, I talked to her mom first. And her mom told me. She'll get me, hold me, and call back in a minute. I think I called Gayla House then and said, you seen your girl, been trying to get a hold of her. And I think she finally left Gayla House and went to the house, and now we talked for a while. And ever since then, it's been 28 years later, we're still together. But it was, it was nice. Nice meeting her out, out in, the, in Mount Pleasant. I thought I'd meet her up there, but that's where I met her at, Mount Pleasant, Texas, riding around, cruising with all the guys.
0: Uh, and i've heard stories about your truck. You, did you take you had it? Can you describe your truck and how you took pride in it and
1: As my baby, my second baby. But it was a low rider, 1988 GMC S10. I customized it saw myself too. But it had a package only two, it was a two door, it had two 12s in the back. It was a standard when i bought it, it had an AM radio in it. And i drove it home, i painted the rims myself and everything, put a bed cover on it, put the tails on it. And that's why I like to ride in out front, cause I had my, my lowrider, cause trucks was in back in the 80s, 1988 was my got man, but mid 80s, lowrider trucks came in, Nissan, Chevrolet, GMCS, and I love the GMCS, and I went and got me one, 1988, 1988 and that was my baby. I miss her to this day. I um, bet she got crushed somewhere, but was yeah, my boy, but, yeah, I love my lowrider.
0: Uh, what kind of music did you listen to riding around the
1: lowrider? Back then, I guess more bass, the better. Because bass was in. I mean, boy, too short, bassing up. And whoever had bass, you got the bass CD. I mean, I bought some CDs and groups. I didn't know who they were, but I brought everybody to them because they had bass. Like, it's a group out of Dallas called Nemesis. They had a couple of CDs that make it, but they had the bass. And we just love the bass, man, because... You had the speakers behind my seat, and it's whatever had the bass in it, that's what we listened to. <laughs> but yeah, I just, man, enjoyed it. It was nice. Your mom loved it too, though. She loved driving a little thing, too. <laughs> Eventually, it's a standard, though, but that's something bad about it, it was a standard.
0: Uh, what advice would you give your younger self today? If you could see your younger self, what would you give advice to them?
1: Stay in shape. The older you get, the harder it is to stay in shape, and I did back when I was younger. But got married, and I, I when I first got married, we used to play. I used to play softball seven days a week before I got married. My wife made me cut it back to six days, and cause if we was leaving Sunday, play Sunday, play country ball every Sunday. We used to travel around, used to play country ball every Sunday. And if I my younger advisor I would tell him to stay in shape and stay fit because older you get it's tougher on you with your body your joints and it's tough on you Cause it's hard now my age with my play all this football my knees hurt my ankles I just hurt a lot because my joint play for a lot of football I contact a lot of arthritis but that'd be the advice I give him to stay in shape and keep his body in, in shape that's what I tell him
0: and <coughs> I know you used to coach me a whole lot uh what got you into coaching sports just
1: I guess I love kids I played my whole life, and I just love coaching kids. And I've I did it. Man, you was my coach when I first started coaching. You was still in the car seat, and me and Coach Blue was coaching a, a basketball team when we first started, 1991 I believe that was, 92 somewhere around there. We coached a little old team. It was back then. It was girls and boys together, and we had a good little team then. And I just I've always loved kids, and I – boy I guess I just, I ain't never thought about it. Too. That's a good question because I ain't, I just love enjoying. I guess giving my knowledge out. I guess.
0: And how did it start? Like, did you just just the first well, team? You, the first team you coached. Like, how did that? How did you I, start about it? I
1: don't know how. You got fur his ass. I guess. Cause I played softball down at the pal's office, and they asked me to coach a team. I guess. And the first team I had, it was oh. her. Her dad is the constable of Longview, named Mathis. I heard she's a cop in, in one of the big cities in Dallas somewhere or something, but. I just loved. I don't, I don't really don't remember how I started coaching. I just know I did it and I loved it. I think basketball was the first thing I started coaching too, and that's been true since you was a baby. So been doing about twenty seven, twenty, twenty, twenty six years now, twenty five I guess. But I've loved the at the kids I guess while they were young. Cause once they got that fifteen years age, I know it was time to hang it up because they was they knew all more than I did. So I know it was time to hang it up, then. <laughs>
0: uh what kind of like i know life is different it's just it's different for everybody like what kind of like lows did you have during life like any low points in life that you just kind of like felt down or just in a rut or just something like that not really depressed or anything but just something that's like like, um.
1: well i guess doing some deaths i guess my brother passed away that hurt him pretty bad and i guess i don't i really don't remember him i guess he tried to dodge two of them low spots out but I guess death, my grandparents and all of them, and my, my brother passed, and seven my aunts and aunties, and it just, that's about it. I don't remember nothing that's really just got me down in life. I mean, I've always, me and mama used to have arguments back in the day when we was first married, but, and that got me down too, but if we just don't argue no more, because we've been together so long, we just ain't ain't worth arguing no more. But back then, I mean, we used to hate arguing. When I argued with her, that bring me down a whole lot. He'd be into it, but then we finally made the promise that we never would. We always would kiss and before we go and leave. That's one promise we make each other. And I always try to kiss before we go to bed and get up every morning. It's one thing we do. But mad or not mad, we always kiss each other so we know, we know we'll keep loving each other. Cause We kiss before we go to bed. We kiss when we get up every day. When we come and go and we see each other, we kiss. Kiss leaving, kiss coming. Yes, son, we can we thought about that a long time ago so we know we know we always love each other no matter how mad we say to each other. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> uh, are you happy with life right now? Oh, yeah. I'm loving it, man. Loving life. Got my grandbaby. Got my three boys healthy. And I'm on that, on that verge of trying to retire here in the next five, six years. So I ain't got no complaints. I mean, I'm happy with life. Just get my wife. and make her happy with me all the time. She don't help with some of the stuff I get, <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's one thing I just got in that night she don't like. But yeah, you know, I ain't got no complaints with life, man. Just work, work, and take care of my wife and take care of y'all. Get I help y'all if y'all need something, man. I'm here for y'all forever, the day I die. So, no, I ain't got no complaints with life right now.
0: Mm, what are your plans after retirement? So you brought that up. How Ooh. do you how do you want life to go after you retire?
1: After retire, uh, me, well, me and your mama gonna keep moving. Because a lot of folks told, my uncle told me and told her, don't never stop when you retire, keep moving. I would like to, me and her to do some driving, do some hot shotting, deliver stuff overnight to folks and travel and just ride and see the country. Some of you got to have a couple of days hot shotting in for them and travel and enjoy a vacation while you're seeing the country while you're riding. Because we enjoy driving, me and her like enjoy riding a lot. So I do want to retire and get out from graveyards. yards. I worked gray yards for 26 years at Eastman's. So. Just tough them gray yards and days can turn around and turn around on them. Mm.
0: Let's see. Uh, what are your hobbies
1: now? I never, like, what do you like to do? Hmm, I like to shoot my guns. Like to, you know, I like to fish. Mm-hmm. Love to fish. I used to love to drink, but I don't drink no more. I ain't had a good drink in June, so. For my health, so. I have one of my hobby with drinking. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink no more, and. I guess mostly just shooting my guns and fishing. Fishing relaxes you more than anything. out in the water. If they biting, they biting. are not the night, but my biggest hobby fishing. I guess I'm gonna be shooting my gun, like going shooting and target practice and stuff. But mostly fishing will be my biggest thing right now. And watching my cowboys. <laughs>
0: uh, that's what I'm gonna ask. Uh, what kind of like TV shows do you watch now? To, like, do you watch TV now, or besides sports?
1: Besides sports, I guess I like I watch at the Empire. I like it a lot. I guess cause I guess cause it's a black show I guess I don't know but I watched that one and I watched I like the one called All American too it's on True Story by a young man who came out of Harlem and his dad just coaching him he don't know his dad but that's a good show too called All American and the Empire I watched him and I don't even know what else I watched, I watched him, watching more shows Oh, I'd like what's it called too what's it called uh, Two and a Half Men I like oh, okay. them too that's <laughs> a funny show too I like that one so I enjoy watching Charlie Harper and all of them, man. But most of sports, I like basketball, I like football. I've always liked, loved sports, so i played my whole life, so I've always loved them. It's my biggest thing, I watch is sports, so.
0: What kind of music do you still listen to nowadays?
1: Old school, still. i uh, still old school.
0: You don't like today's music?
1: No, don't care for it. I listen to it every and then. You can go to my radio nine. It's going to be out there on the XM Backspin. and Although, oh, I like the old school music still this day, man. The old school rap, that's what I listen to. I like it and the old school r and B, I I mean, it's okay, but it just ain't my type of music, I guess. Old school. I know your mom like because I don't know half the folks' name now. <laughs> they asked me one time who it was, and I, I said, well, and it was Wale, Wale or something, and they all made fun <laughs> of me one time. So I don't know about these young rappers, these new rappers and stuff, most of the old school, till to this day. Okay. Uh.
0: Uh, let's talk about religion. Uh, how big was religion in your life growing up?
1: Born and raised in the church. Boy, baptized early. Born and raised Baptist. Still Baptist. And it's a big thing right now. And I guess the older I get, the more you think about it. Because I know I ain't going to be on this earth forever. And I know close to the end, I think about it every night. And then I lay in the bed and think about it when when my time comes. But just born and raised Christ- Baptist. And I love it. Just Christian. And to this day, man, we're in church every Sunday. They miss a day. They miss no Sundays of church, no matter what.
0: Mm. I guess that's about it, I guess. You're just kinda going to go back kinda quick.
1: Yeah, I tell you, I ain't going to be like your mama. I'm going to get you speak the truth and go on and talk to you the well, way you want me to talk to you, man. I ain't got no. how I love my, love my wife to death, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ain't know, nothing about my grandson or nothing about Jay or nothing, man. All about you. I'm all about you me. Okay. I'm all about about you me. about
0: your life. Um, well, what are some of your big successes in life then?
1: So I made the football team at Stephen F. Austin because I walked on. Walked on and getting married. having had my wife, kids. giving me a good job. thing I look forward in life is my kids doing better than me. I want all three boys to do better than me. I don't know to tell you all that, but I always, I guess it's every parent, go want their kids to do better than them, man, because i wish I would be better than us and get there and have a family and get the get the good jobs and get better than us. But my goals though were I did make the football team my senior year. I made my plans. I wasn't gonna sit on the bench my senior year. And they had me like four or five deep at defensive ends so now that ain't gonna work. I would have quit first then, but I ended up starting every game, didn't miss a game and and I just I made the football team at Stephen F. Austin I had to walk on with there, I made the team and Meet my wife, like I said, and have my kids and give them a good job because I always wanted to make a good job, do better with my parents. My parents say they want you're saying for me, I'm gonna do better for them, and I want my kids to do the same thing, do better than I did in life.
0: Okay. Uh, you just have any, just any life vi- advice for me, just from, that you would give from your life, or would you tell me? just?
1: I mean, I mean, you're doing good, you're doing good in life. I mean, you got your boy and you got your, his mama and I just wish. I just, you make your own decisions. Make your own decisions. Make them, take your time. Cause you don't get one life. Don't have no regrets. You don't get one chance at it. You don't get a second chance at it. Enjoy your life. I've enjoyed mine. I, I partied what I did. I did. I partied. I had a good time. I knew it was time to down. Get the family and raise y'all up and get y'all a house and get y'all in, out of here and just take care of you. Take care of yours, man. Raise your own. Don't want anybody else to raise them for you. And that's about all I got. I mean, and like I say, I'm I'm here for y'all. I know I ain't been the the good dad, I suppose, but I ain't talking to the counseling. I've I've been a little hard on y'all, cause I guess I, I'm going to be hard on y'all, cause I know the world gonna be hard on y'all. That's why I like to be. I mean, I don't like to be hard, but I'm trying to get y'all experience what they're gonna be in life, cause gonna, it's hard on us. I mean, our color ain't helping us out none, but it's gonna be hard on your period regardless. So I just wish y'all do the best, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, unless you have anything that you just want to kind of just share to me that's all i have for right um, now
1: i'm good i enjoy the talk i enjoy this talking like this i enjoy us talking sitting down and experiencing and telling what i got to my mind but i'm happy if i'm proud of all three of y'all no matter how y'all turn out i'm proud of y'all
0: Well, i want to say i love you and thank you for this i love you too man and i appreciate that uh, you don't have any plugs or anything you don't know have facebook or instagram or nothing like that so <laughs> I
1: can't don't really do the it. social media uh, that's one thing me when we got together down here I said I was, cause I was out here in Longview when we got married we had our phone unlisted because I didn't want nobody calling me with drama in our life <laughs> we got settled down we were done with it and I didn't want nobody calling me no nobody exes no ex kids or nothing so we paid a couple of dollars for our phone to be unlisted in the phone book but now we don't have it no more but once I got off the map. I got off the menu. I got off everything. <laughs> got Me and my <laughs> wife and the kids. That's where I want to be. And I'm happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me and talk. And I guess that's it for this episode. I if I think it. of some other stuff, I'll bring you back on. Sounds good to me. Cause, Cause I'm ready for you. I feel like it's kind of short. I feel like I'm missing a whole lot, but I'll get to it.
1: Okay. Well, just take your time. Write some more. We'll talk some more. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to know, I got it for you. I'll tell you anything you need to know mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But I'll tell you <laughs> all I can. <laughs>
0: All right, well, this has been another episode of This Is You. Uh, Thank you.
1: No problem. You're welcome, man.